Hello. Hey, everybody. What it is? What's up, man? What's up, man? Hi, guys. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. Welcome to another episode of Code Switching Naturally. I'm AJ. I'm Channy. I'm Q. Consistency. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were consistent, but we're not allowed to say halfers. What do you want from us, Quentin? Do you want us to say hello? How welcome about you back to the beginning. How about that? Because <laughs> God darn it, we we do it. But let us get there. Let us flow. What do you What do you mean? <laughs> I waited. <laughs> I waited patiently. No, you and, didn't. And Janet was just like, dude. <laughs> I want to let you know I accidentally went to commercial break immediately as I soon knew as you did. <laughs> as soon as the episode started, I was like, mm, I'm out of here. <laughs> and Lord. I was desperately trying to come so back. So I'm afraid to ask, like, how how is everyone? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) everyone is amazing oh my god it's amazing you know what i probably should have also asked for a shot of espresso i think first of all let me tell y'all how he told me to just choose between the peach green tea and the shot tea he didn't say any extra hoopla so i did what i was told okay and i didn't regret my decision at all thank you for helping me in these trying times. You're so yes. welcome. I'm glad Listen, I could be I would help. just like to remind y'all, and like you mostly, because you know, um, I wasn't a real person until about like day and a half ago, if we're being real generous. I understand. Yeah, I understand. Um, like, oh, just so, you know, everybody out there on the internet, um, real colds still suck. <laughs> Yeah, real, yeah. Real bad. Like, you know, we're still living in the pandemic. COVID Pro sucks, v. but also like, True. yeah, you know, we're still being sick. Still, <laughs> still dealing with a panic at the everywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but real colds uh, still uh, can tear you. They can tear you up. They can sure whoop can. that ass. And this last one, whoop that trick. Yeah, whoop that. I was the trick, and I did not appreciate it. <laughs> not even a little bit. Um, but you know, I thanks to the power of medicine, and a, a good old bed rest. Oh, not enough. I honestly went to work earlier than I probably. That is should disgusting. Have, that is but terrible. Also, it's trash. I'm too broke to be sick. So here we are. And is, is that not the times that we live in right and now? It just just it making is. mad, doesn't it? All right. Well, let's hop on in. Let's just get right to it because this this conversation is going to irritate me. But you know, I mean, it's part. I'm of so the, excited for you to get mad about this. It's part of the theme. It's part of the theme. This exactly. Is, so yeah. let me set y'all up real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because I was telling them about something that happened, which makes this topic all the more real for me. Um, And I'm going to try to tread this a little lightly because it's still my job at the end of the day. So long story short, I have a client who is a mini Karen. And the mini Karen was used was weaponizing her tears against another students or the um, the students in her class after she made some racially derogatory statements. And when they called her out on it, she decided, oh, my gosh, I feel threatened. Let me run away. Well, 
unfortunately, you have a black therapist, which was also brought up in conversation because she was reiterating that she doesn't understand what black people say. She doesn't understand what we say. She doesn't understand our verbiage. She's like, I don't understand like slang. I said, well, it's not meant for you to understand. So that's your business. (laughs) Um, That's on you, honey. Mm -hmm. um, But it was so much. It was so hard for me to. It was actually, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was because one, I was at work and two. Fresh. I have to be professional even when I don't want to be mm-hmm. because it was really it would have been really easy. So basically today's topic is the uh angry black woman syndrome. Hi, how are you? I'm an angry black woman apparently. Um or just angry. We I want to say angry black because hi. Well, he have those issues as well. He does have those issues <laughs> as well. Um but I had to like really dig into her because you're more of a a danger to your counterparts than they will ever be to you. Always. Always. I said, this is literally life or death. I said, if you was to walk out of this this door and go tell another white teacher these students did something to you, they're going to listen to you far quicker than they're ever going to listen to a black student. And you could potentially ruin that child's life. If you were to go out this side this building and tell a police officer that, and I said, I went through the history books. I said, Emmett Till was 14 years old, like you. He got lynched, hung, and murdered for a white woman lying about him looking at her. Lying about the interaction with her. So you think somebody... Looking. You think somebody, somebody's supposed to care about your white tears? How is that possible? And I said, you're making it seem like these black kids, especially female students, are the aggressors towards you. And it's not even true. So, mm, (laughs) on top of that, me being a therapist by myself in a school where my boss is not in the building Mm -hmm. is also very trying because of the fact that I am a woman. And that I do work in a predominantly white environment that does not feel that therapy is conducive or helpful to these students. And so there's been plenty of times where people have lied on me and said stuff about me and talked about me or put me in drama that I have no earthly idea about. But I can't get mad. I can't react. I can't say what I want to say. Because... One, I'm not a part of the school. I'm not. I'm a guest in their school, as my boss so politely says it. Or, okay, fuck all that. I got a question. Yeah, what's up? (laughs) How many times, or can y'all think of a scenario where somebody told you to calmly, or what's the biggest pet peeve of phrase where they tell you not to be angry? Well, you know damn well that situation should have been angry. I, mm, mm. I think a lot. Of, there have been times where people have told me that I am being over dramatic about how like, and this is actually because of, because of how I like the people have reacted to me when how emotional I am about when the people wrong me. The now nowadays, you, you already know. Like sometimes I will just shut down. When in certain situations where I should actually like I should probably turn up and like defend myself, mm-hmm. 
and because I do it it's learned from like other people telling me that I'm being over dramatic, yeah. or I'm being like I'm being too much. I turned up for, and like, is it like? And honestly, the real question is: Am I really like being over dramatic? Am I like the one being t- like turned up, or is it just y'all are not hearing what I'm trying to say? Like y'all are not understanding that part. both exactly like, like exactly like I there what I'm going through is very valid and I'm trying to get you to understand that what the kind of hurt that I'm going through right and you're not getting it like mm-hmm. you're not you're not understanding or they're downplaying it or they're downplaying it dismissing it, it which is <laughs> worse uh, all the time what about you <laughs> all right um, so I am a large black man. You are. Um, who learned to project. Yeah. So, like, if I need you to hear me, you're going to. Correct. As as they should. However, mm-hmm. projecting is different from then, yelling. Mm. And oh, let me tell you my gosh. the number of people that have gotten offended. Or because you projected. I'm going to give you one of these situations. Okay. I got two, actually. The first one was one of the one of my employees who was very much so a Karen. We won't go into too many details about <laughs> her because I'll just get mad. Is it recently? Um, it was within the last year. Okay. Within the last year. Um, she had a tendency to just talk. Mm-hmm. And just just keep talking. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's up in the office. She was in the middle of putting things up, mm-hmm. but she had stopped and was talking to my manager. Mm-hmm. He's also a talker. It's fine. He'd done what he needed to do. So I'm on my way past because this is a truck day. I want to get this stuff moving, get right. it going. So I just on my way past. I'm like talking work. At the same time, that's all I said. Like half an hour and later, she goes, "Um, I'm gonna need you to not yell at me in the future." What are you talking about? <laughs> Both me and my manager just looked and went, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> what? So yeah, apparently I had yelled at her, um, and she didn't like that, and I wasn't gonna do that anymore. I very calmly said I I did not yell at you but I will be more careful about the tone of my voice in the future how far back can you guys recollect people telling you to be less angry or less aggressive or has that been a thing for you has that ever had to happen you know I think it happened, it, it really kind of for me, I feel like it dates back to like childhood to the point where like the flip side of it is when I try to de-escalate and I do try to like settle back and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to mm. chill out. I get, you look like you have an attitude. Just because we have resting bitch face does not mean we have a fucking attitude. That's the thing. Mind like, your I, business. Like I, I really like, if I put my face straight, I look like a bitch. Like it's, I, I just look... Also, I look until me. you say something and then I smile. Exactly. Also, let's let's be all the way clear about this. So, 
what and this is because this is that's very much a parent response. So what you're telling me is I'm supposed to just look at you blankly <laughs> while you tell me that I have exactly. done wrong. Because I can't pop off because then I'm being disrespectful. It doesn't make sense. But so then it doesn't even calm. but then it's sometimes not even about a reprimand. So then I it's got just an attitude. But it's sometimes you just sitting here minding your business. Maybe, and this this is the creepiest. Thing. This is not something. This is not a cool thing to do, especially coming from a from a white man. You should smile more. Put a smile on your I face. Hate that. Don't fucking tell me what to do, bitch. I'm minding my business. How me, about you mind yours? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The number of people that do that to me at work. I sir, don't want to smile all the sir, time. Like, leave me alone. Do you, Doesn't mean I'm upset. I don't got to do shit but stay black and die. Hello. I used, and I'm going to be fine doing it, too. I used to get a whole bunch of that, especially when I was like, for some reason, riding, like, being in a city bus. Any public transportation, you're public obviously. Transportation, you are going to get it. And I used to do, like, I used to have, like, public transportation in my high school for, like, the last two years. Every fucking day mm -hmm. <laughs> after school <laughs> before school at like six in the morning that's too early especially like, at six put in a the smile morning. on that why you, you need to be putting a smile on that face you're a predator i don't care <laughs> completely <laughs> like <laughs> why do you want me to it is early in the sir, morning sir, or it's after class do you know me no why are you talking to me why <laughs> please stop why so i think a lot of our issues as far as like being projected, you know, viewed as angry, yada, yada, is there's so much like built up both from within and without our community. Cause let me tell you something right now, because I am a confident person and I mince no words ever, I think the youngest I can think back to. Cause I was a little spody as a kid though. I was a hot I was a hot button. You were. Um especially between like eight and thirteen. Especially mm -hmm. when we moved to Florida. Oh yeah, no, you you fully you fully took after the you know, the paternal side. <laughs> you did. I, I did, and like and like. Let's not forget the maternal side also had some spice. They had some spice in I'll their young. The, the both the both the both sides of y'all's family. <laughs> some spicy people should be should be studied. I should, <laughs> like, if we're being all the way real, I don't understand how y'all got two spicy people built a spicy <laughs> household <laughs> and now have spicy children. <laughs> and we're actually, and and lo and behold, I am a very deadly dangerous mix of both spices it's so bad I am, and it depends on what side of the coin you flip is who you get I, I am far milder I'm not but <laughs> when it comes sort to <laughs> when it comes to like professional settings though mm -hmm. um um I can remember I used to work at the YMCA around the corner mm -hmm. and I used to get dinged. They were like, you can't yell at the kids. And I'm like, I don't yell at the kids. I get their attention. I, I, I project, but 
I'm yelling, but then the white boy, who was literally just yelling at the kids, oh, good job, you're doing great. They, they listen to you, they respect you. My kids love and respect me too, but he did the same exact thing and he got nothing for it. I was 14, 15. People really need to check their own biases when they make those kind of comments. But yeah. But they're not good. But again, that was 14, 15. Mm-hmm. That's a, you're I'm, a child. I am. Okay. And then what made me realize that having representation in certain spaces, when I was working in, um, while I was living in D.C. in that job I had at the, the non-public school, by the time I left, they were they, they were essentially wanting me to stay. Mm-hmm. They actually wanted me to move into a clinician role. And I was like, I have to... My school, for whatever reason, wasn't letting me do my internship there and get paid at the same time. Stupid. It was very stupid. But um, actually, until the last minute, she was like, oh, you could have done... <laughs> anyway, so um, they were like really praising me for remaining professional no matter what was happening to me. Because it was moments I got hit upside the head with an iPad. I had an iPad thrown at my temple. Mm. I had kids punching, kicking, um, spitting, slapping, scratching. Like, I had all of it. Then you had the adults in the building because I didn't really interact with people. Like, I was cordial to everybody. I spoke to everybody. I would say, good morning. If you didn't speak back, okay, cool. Keep it pushing. Right. After yeah. a while in the, in the workplace, you understand some people don't like speaking to you. Okay, cool. You don't have to speak back no more. Like, I, I won't bother you, but if I need you or if I ask you for something in our professional setting, I expect it to be done because we all have a job to do. Right. But that was when I kind of felt validated in the workspace. But then in the same coin, I had a professor look me in my face and tell me, oh, you marched to the beat of your own drum, and that gets a little old for people. Tone that down some. Toning it down is a horrible term to use. from Especially from a fellow black person. That's horrible. And so it's like... And you know what? I'm sure that that teacher, that person... Saw that as a good bit of wisdom. He he sure they, did. They, and I tell really my, I tell all my clients all the time. I said if my professors could see how I do therapy today, they would probably be like, "Oh my God, what have we done?" Because I don't go by anything that they knocked me for. Who I am, it's not for everybody. I'm not meant to service everybody. There's a so, therapist for everybody, but you ain't for everybody. I'm not. And so when clients be like, nope, I'm good on that. Okay, fine, bye. Have a good one. No hard feelings. I wish you well on your journey. But like, to cons- and my boss now, I haven't found a way to tell her, stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I've been professional since day one. Anytime, because she was like, well, make sure you calmly tell them. Or if I'm venting to her, she was like, you didn't really say that to them. I said, now, why would I go and say that? Why would I say that? She was like, well, I wish, no, but why would I say that? I'm talking to my boss. Right. Not not the person who I want to say the shit to. Right. So obviously, I should feel safe enough to come to you as my boss and tell you what's going on because you're not here. You don't come. So why is it calmly or why do I have to professionally? I know how to be a professional. Have you ever had any comments about my professionalism ever? From your clients specifically. 
because you know where I was going with this. <laughs> the people who actually like are yeah. with you, right? Because because that man mm. had not had he had, he couldn't even speak to my professionalism because first of all, sir, when we were talking about angry black woman, that scenario came up immediately y'all y'all would be so motherfucking proud of me okay we gonna put this in as like a behind the scenes real quick because um so y'all let me tell y'all so this front desk man he was the front desk secretary that's it front desk secretary i had no reason to talk to this man unless a parent was here to see me a child was dropping something off or a child came to see me okay second i want the word secretary secretary spelled out Okay. Like right here. Okay. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I understand. Will do. I'll make sure that's edited into the video. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So, Sacramentary. at that spot. Just- <laughs> <laughs> Um So, long story short, I asked him professionally. I sent a professional email saying, hey, please do not knock on my door during a session as it interrupts the work I'm doing with my kids. And in a professional email, and you have bosses... You CC the bosses on the email. Right. My man went on a smear campaign, y'all. <laughs> About a door. <laughs> um, About a door. To, my, to my boss and his. And I politely responded, I am only going to discuss what was requested. Thank you. Have a blessed day. My man went to my boss directly without his emailed my boss and told her she's never where her kids can find her her kids be just walking around and disrespectful doing what they want to do how you know if you don't come to work and you supposed to be at the front desk how do you know that <laughs> how would you know what my kids be doing and how they what they got to do with me got to mind the business that pays you because that wasn't the business that paid you at all Mm-mm. and so she didn't respond in the way that he deemed necessary or appropriate so uh, he went above her head to my regional director. He skipped a couple of people. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> and went straight yeah, he, to my regional director. Yeah, he, oh, went, wow. he skipped too many he steps. He skipped too many steps. And, and course, so my regional director was like, uh, okay, send that back down. Because <laughs> what they got to do with me? <laughs> no. So, y'all, I wanted to cuss this man smooth and smack him smooth in the motherfucking face. Because at this point, Dr. Jekyll's daughter came out. Little Miss uh, Frankenstein came out nope that was too many references that was a lot of references and oh my God. they they were not they were they were not together they were not, they were not together Dr. because Jekyll. that's how mad i was okay yep okay just just so that we're clear i'm Dr. clear on it guys okay. i said what i said when i said it okay. i know what i said okay. i know why i said what i said Dr. but i i know i know q let it go dr jekyll and mr hyde i'm sorry let it go. I'm sorry, I'm good. Yeah, no, carry on. But what I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it wasn't supposed to make sense because that's how mad I was. Mm -hmm. Let it go, sir. Let it go. But anyway, we're going to wrap this up because we have to go soon. But, like, we had to have a meeting like I was a child. And I had to literally bite my tongue in front of two white people and not tell this man, hey, nigga, let me catch you outside, and I promise you, I'm going to fuck you up on site. Because who the fuck do you think you are to come in? You old enough to be my daddy. Are you mad because I'm not fucking you? Are you mad because I didn't give you attention? Like, grow up and grow a pair. Like, that's really what I wanted to say. But I looked him in the face. I said, sir, I have no issue with you. I just want you to stay in your lane and not knock on my door. 
Because you have been given multiple chances. What's so funny about this whole thing is that all of it circles back to that same notice that you told him in the beginning, which right. is don't knock on the fucking door. Right, right. <laughs> like, we still needed to address that point. All of this could have been avoided if you had simply... You went through so many cycles, and it just went back to don't knock on the goddamn door. And I promise y'all, I have never heard a heterosexual male say, you came for me. So I sent for you and I said, I'm sorry, what the fuck, bro? Like, who says that shit? I don't understand. Well, let's, but be, let's be all the way clear. The gays aren't claiming him. So <laughs> Dope. I'm so sorry. But yeah, no, he um, I literally looked him in the face. I said, I'm going to say this in front of them. Me and you have nothing else to talk about. There's no there's no rec- there's no. What is it? Reconciliation. There's no need for us to have a conversation after this point. I have nothing to say to you. You won't have anything to say to me because what you did was inappropriate and I can't rock with that. And I said it just like that. Mm-hmm. I don't care who's in the building because uh, the principal, someone, well, we don't want any anim- ain't no, ain't no animosity, but I said what I said. Wait, there's there's no reason. There's no, there's no nothing. There's, like, there's, there's, there's no reason for me to be in anything. Yeah. And so currently... For whatever reason, it's just like, I feel like because I am who I am, I get that a lot more than most people because I don't care what you think about me. I normally mind my business. I keep to myself. I don't say anything to anybody because I know where it could take me. If you piss me off, there's probably a likelihood that I could black out. And if I black out, I'm not liable for shit. So, mind your business, don't tap on that nerve, and I will be fine. I mean, I think technically, legally, you are liable. <laughs> but I also understand that you might not have control of your faculties in that moment. I said what I said. I know, and I'm agreeing with you. I'm just also, I'm adding caveats. Just so that I don't everybody. Give a damn about that caveat. <laughs> don't give a fuck about that caveat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that caveat so, because it's it's I, just. I missed, I missed my second story. Oh yeah, you did. I'm sorry. I did. It's okay. It's all right. It's very quick. It's the last right. one, but yeah. Okay, so I'm here. Mm-hmm. The other person is across the store. <laughs> they have done a dumb thing. Oh boy. They've burnt the hot dogs, but like not. To an unsalvageable point. Mm -hmm. But they're going to grab more hot dogs to put hot dogs out. And I went, before they got all the way back over to where I am, Mm -hmm. I project because he's across the store. Right. Stop. Put them back. They thought you yelled? Yes. (laughs) They were scared? I'm at the register. Mm -hmm. He comes stand next to me. And he's like, so I'm going to need you to be calm with me. Were they were they an eight were they were they eight and a half by eleven? Mm, no, but like also, kinda. Were they a spicy white? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. So they mm-hmm. got the they got the swirl. This misinterpretation is like what ends up with uh, with uh, we have dead black men because you think that the, there is aggression, right? Where there isn't any, right? And I think that's the bullshit that I don't like because when you're speaking about us as a race, what they didn't, because I promise you, 
when you hear like when you walk up to a black household you don't know if they arguing or talking loudly and having a good time you don't know what you're gonna get when you walk in that door but the point is you know at the end of it it's all gonna be love eventually Mm. yes eventually eventually it may not be that same night it may not be that same night so don't go in thinking black people just be arguing and then it be over no 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 it's not how that works so you do have to be very cognizant of that and um i but i think that it's very dangerous like i was telling my client like it's it's dangerous and for you to put the burden of the token black friend on her Mm. i was like i can't i can't give you that because baby was i said she was visible when i tell y'all she was visibly upset and i looked at her i said you're her friend she said I said so what you think about all this I said baby I don't do I don't know if you need a second to think about the question that's fine if you don't want to say it out loud it's fine and I don't know what I said I don't remember exactly what I said but whatever it was broke the dam because she cried for the rest of that conversation fair and I told I looked I told her to come here and I was rubbing on her I said yes yeah, sis you can sit down you can sit right here and face everybody but what we're I said but I don't I don't care about your discomfort right now because what your discomfort did was hurt every single person in this room mm-hmm. and I said including your friend I said do you see what you did like look at it a part of integrity is how you interact and deal with people even when you don't understand it. So you can't tell me you want to be integral and then lie lie like you do and then look them in the face and tell them, well, you misconstrued what I said. No, the fuck they didn't. You said what you said. Stand 10 toes in your shit and deal with it. You don't get to you don't get to act like the victim. And then the teacher was upset because she was like, it was only me and you having the conversation. So you felt threatened by me talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what you're saying. (laughs) She's like, you know what? I'm going to stop. Miss Stevens, you take over. Because I'm... I said, I understand, baby. I got it. You ain't got to say nothing else. So, and it was the fact that you was just sitting there, like, crying about you. And like, I'm just, I'm uncomfortable. And I don't know. Don't nobody care about your white tears. Because you don't get to weaponize them. When you talk about, I said, if you're going to have black friends, you need to understand black culture. And respect it. Right. Also, let's let's go back to, the, to that slang comment that you mentioned earlier if she doesn't mention slang like she doesn't know it she doesn't know it then then it's her prerogative to learn it oh you want to know the best the best part of this whole story mm-hmm. I asked her I said um when you start talking to your daddy again she was like I haven't I said so you didn't just created this whole situation on a lot Mm-hmm. They was like, you don't even talk to your daddy? No, you do not. Mm. So what was the point? What mm. was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason? What was the reason, bitch? What was the reason? But yeah, um, essentially, like, it was such a, a, a weird, it was such a weird but empowering moment because I looked that little girl, I looked that little girl, black girl in the face because she's very quiet. And she reminded me a lot of her. Mm. And it was just like, I pointed to Shani for the people who watch, who listen, not watch it, because what are you doing? Why aren't you following us on YouTube? Anyway, <laughs> um, Shani is very quiet. 
And she's also very like, I'm only, and actually she was more so like Makayla than Chani. Because mm-hmm. Chani now is a very vocal box and I'm here for it. <laughs> but Makayla is still very much like, I don't want to deal with it. I'm going to shut down. Right. And I saw a lot of Makayla in that. And I was like, baby, you don't have to take that burden. You don't need to take it. Right. And I was like, and you don't have to continue to be her friend if that's not what you want to do. True. Being that because, token black friend is such, is puts you in a really confusing space. It does. Especially at that young age because mm-hmm. what you're trying to understand is that these people say that they care about you mm-hmm. and at the same time they do things that disrespect parts of who you are. Correct. Every it's, single time. And it's such a... a disgusting place to be in because now you have to figure out who you are mm-hmm. and how you're going to handle that situation mm-hmm. with this person who says that they care about you but you know for a fact you care about them right. right and so I told her I said if you need some time you could take it I said if you ever I said when you ready you got me and you got your teacher you can come to either one of us if you want to write it down or if you want to just come tell us you know she I was like holla at um, Dr. Dr. Um, okay she can she could find me and you'll be fine i'm glad but, you had that conversation with her because uh, it took me a long time mm-hmm. to reevaluate my relationships with people by mm-hmm. because of being the token black friend because i was like you remember my friends when i was in middle school and i was like the only one of two black like black girls and it was like i knew when it was my birthday and I wanted to invite my man, but I was like, no, it's a girl's night. We're going to have a girl's night. And one of their tires went flat. They called their boyfriend to come fix it. And then they invited their boyfriends to my birthday dinner. Oh, weird. And I said, why are they here? They were like, well, don't be selfish. They fixed the car. I said, okay, well, they can, they can get a thank you. And we can go out to dinner with them another day. But it's my birthday. I don't want to go out with them. I didn't invite my boyfriend because my boyfriend could have clearly came and got me. I didn't need this. And they were like, well, you're being, you're being selfish. Well, what about them? Okay, good for them. Thanks for coming to help us not go home. We'll do this later. Thank you is enough for now. Right. So it was like, at that point, I was like, yeah, no, nah, I ain't going to be no talking white friend. Cause I, and y'all fetishes and fantasies and fantasizations about having a black or brown boyfriends was a bit much for me. No, it's, it's so weird. Like, it really is a really strange place to be in where, like, they're, like you say you care about me, but some of the policies and some of the ideologies that you hold uh-huh. they don't are detrimental to me they as a person. Quite, they don't quite match up, yeah. Like, it, it's that is that is real weird, don't real weird vibes. Like, I remember I had a friend in, like, middle school who was like, I'm cool. Like, she was, like, you know, kind of cool with, like, black people. You know, it was cool or whatever. And then she had the audacity to one day be like, yeah, but I would never date black people. What are we talking about? How did we get here? And now I have to stand beside you. I'm just sitting here next to you. And you just said the thing. You did. You said words. You said words. And, that, and now I am I look like a stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I thought. I was like, you you just said I have a black friend. And everybody looked. I said, do you not realize everybody looked at her? They didn't blame her. Mm-hmm. But because you said, oh, yeah, I have black friends. And then you're sitting right here up under her. 
You think they not gonna look at her? Do that. You put your black friend, you as a as a like a as a bullet, like a bulletproof vest. You put your black friend on as a bulletproof vest, and they take all the hits. And I said, I said, you don't you don't even understand the weight or the gravity of what the fuck you do. Because not only do I have to defend you against everybody else, I got to defend you against white people, black people, my people, your people. Like that is that is so much. You. Because <laughs> I was like, she's not gonna save you in this. And um, even the white kids told her, they was like, girl, you don't care. You This ain't your first time doing this. Like, you continuously do this and you continuously lie and you make it seem like everybody. And it was one girl. You could tell she was quiet and don't say nothing to nobody. <laughs> but, baby, she got the talking piece and got the talking. She was like, and you can't sit here and act like you're just so um, threatened and you're the one that did it. And she did just like that. I was like, oh. My God, today. And I said, and I said, and the only reason this is being addressed in the format that it was presented in is because you did it this way. Had you not done this in public, we wouldn't have had this conversation in public. And because you told me, 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 that you wanted to be integral, here's how we do that. When you say something, I said, I said, okay, so here's another thing. I said, most, I said, when I say this to y'all, y'all may not understand it, but y'all gonna understand it. I said, what's said in the streets is addressed. I said, what's done in the streets gets addressed in the streets. Any, anything done there is gonna be addressed there. Yeah. And they was like, oh yeah, I heard that before. I heard that. I said, okay, great. And then I said, for the white people, okay, so anything done out in public is going to be addressed as such. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, and the point was, it was funny because the kids know she sees me. Mm-hmm. And they was like, but your counselor's black. So you don't understand her either? No. I said, oh, so you don't understand what I say? You don't understand what I be saying to you? Because I speak very clear English when I talk to you. So what you mean? What don't you understand? Wild. And she was like, no, that's not what I said. Oh, no, no, no. Speak up. Speak up. Because you, you could talk way louder than this. I don't do all of this. I don't care. So, hey. We have rambled and ranted. And we ain't rambled and ranted about <laughs> shit. This is what the fuck we said. It is the angry black woman syndrome. And you know what? <laughs> fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> because as a black woman, I'm tired. I'm tired of the narrative, especially towards black women. Because if we are... A confident and we are very outspoken oh she's an angry bitter black woman no fuck you bitch I said what I said and you're not gonna treat me as anything other than who I am and so let black people let black women black people in general be <laughs> just let period them period can you just let them be and because it's women's history month I just feel like you should just be a little nicer to women take a woman out to lunch or something put some money in a cash app Please, I like I like money. I like stuff. I, I need some money. <laughs> All right, Channy, take us out. All right, you guys, guess what time it is, y'all? It's time for music of the week. Music of the week, a a music of the week. Music of the week, a a. All right, so this week on music of the week. I've been in real hood bitch vibes this week, and it's a little weird because y'all know I don't go there too much. 
Actually, that's a lot in half. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay, so um, Realer by Meg Thee Stallion gets me in a really spicy place, and I love that for myself. It's a really great time. It's a spicy song. It's a spicy She's song. She's a spicy lady. I and love I love her. Yeah, it's, true. it's a spicy song. I love it. It's a very spicy song. So they, they heard me playing it a couple times on my way here, and I was in a great moment. One day I'm going to hold her hand, and it's going to be the best day of my life. I love that for you. I love that for you. We speak that into existence. We sure do. Who's I, uh, next? I, uh, speaking of things that we were listening to in the car, uh, Spooky Coochie by Dochi. I'm going to hold Dochi. her hand too. I love that fucking song. I don't. She goes off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you were just, I don't. I don't. <laughs> it wasn't for me, but it was, it was okay. Anyway. I love that for you guys. I love that fucking song. It's so good. Okay. What about you? So I've been listening to this song called Over by Lucky Day. Yo, that sounds oh, great. Hey. Isn't it? Isn't it's it? It's beautiful. Hey. It's such a good song. And I love Lucky Day. Mm-hmm. I love him. That's a that's a beautiful man. It is. It is, in fact, a beautiful man. Yeah. Well. Look, I behaved. I'm, I mean, well, but he is a beautiful man, so well, I, was, I was just saying one song. Hey, he did, he I'm did. proud of you, because I don't, listen, y'all, if Quincy could, he would turn this into a full music podcast. This would be podcast. a music and episode. And, and would. It would be oh. a full music podcast. <laughs> it would be a full music podcast. Music man oh, and I'm like, n- I mean, we love music, but this is not what we started. This is not who this podcast is for. Shout out to 85 South Show, but that's not what this is for. Okay. But I love you. I love you too. And we love y'all. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Um, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, and I'm gonna say this on online because it's gonna be funny. Um, I know this is supposed to be a two episode day, but I ain't feel like it. Oh no, I've I've realized very quickly. Yeah, <laughs> when, I, I knew what direction we were going. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like when we went back into it, I was like, oh no, it's not happening. Yeah, no, it's it's not we're not doing it today. Um, so yeah, guys, we appreciate it. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe. Um, share this. Listen, y'all, share this with somebody. Yeah, please share it. Share, share it with somebody. Share, share. We like new friends, new new people to watch. Now, now that last episode, please don't share that with nobody. <laughs> I mean, no, share that. That was. I'm sorry, y'all. That was actually a lot of fun. That was cool to um like learn that kind of stuff from y'all. Oh yeah. Oh, and I can't wait. I can't wait because the next one is nerdy shit. Yeah, guys. So tune in for that episode because I'm gonna learn some more shit. Because I promise you, I I'm a little nerdy, but they they definitely take over for me on that one. Am I? I, I'm borderline, man. I I used to. I was a bully, so I don't know. (laughs) Hi. I am Das Kingnet. So you gonna sit here allowing this good this good podcast like that? Am I? I listen, I, I'm I'm very new to the world. We are supposed to be closing the episode. All right, child. Um <laughs> like, comment, share, subscribe. We'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.